YouTube.com slash Mayhew Mayhem. That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up everybody, it's me, Greg. And also joining us once again is everybody's favorite professional shitfucker. I'm James. Remember everybody, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available not just on YouTube, but also on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. And also, please make sure to rate us five stars. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing this show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. As I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And uh, James, tell me why this is the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. Because some people like anal fisting. That is exactly correct. And for this episode, we have the most requested guest to return, Mahoney the Milf. Hi! Again, <laughs> I, I gotta say how much she sounds like a child, but she's truly not. Before we get into these topics, I just have a, a little story that I want to share with you guys. A few episodes ago, well actually a little bit farther than that, I told a story, I believe it was on episode 54, I told a story about how my uh, ex jerked me off and uh, got my uh, bodily fluids on her on the ground and I feared after she pointed it out that uh, if a crime scene was to take place there that my DNA would be everywhere. The same girlfriend and I liked to, um, let's kind of, I don't want to say spice things up, but maybe (laughs) spice things up. She was a very big fan fan of um, my semen, uh, per se. She didn't care where it went as long as it didn't go in her. That was the only rule. What? That's so, nasty. So, what so, the mouth area? Nope, nope, that's in. Like, face, okay, face. face fine, ma- inside mouth not fine. Um, a couple of times it did, it did get shot up her nose, but that's, again, neither here nor there. Um, but as long as it didn't go inside of her, that was the only catch. She loved wherever I wanted to put it. So just to make a little game out of it, because we like to make games out of a lot of things, we created a little, like, wheel, okay? So and I, and this wheel, I kind of uh, took a, a paper clip, bent the paper clip, uh, you know, and uh, stuck it up through the middle of this wheel, and we made each sections uh, of this wheel for the different uh, spots, uh, locations, if you will, different body parts. We would spin this wheel, and whatever number it landed on, each body part or location on the body was associated with a number, and whatever number it landed on, that's the next time when um, the semen was extracted from my body, would go on hers. Once a particular location was was covered, in more ways than one, I guess you could say, uh, we would black out that area on the wheel, and so that we didn't have duplicate uh, locations. Needless to say... Uh, with this particular ex of mine, uh, my semen has been everywhere over her body, just not inside of it. Except for, like I said, I shot it up her nose a couple times. A couple but times. I really hope that I don't know this ex. Because uh, I, I don't think I could ever look at her again. Uh, you do not. Okay, good. That, ladies and gentlemen, is why 30 Minutes of Mayhem is the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. 
Yeah. <laughs> because Michael likes to douse bitches in a semen. Pretty My, much. Uh, speaking of semen, uh, we got a uh, follow-up from episode 48 that I want to talk about. In this episode, uh, Mahoney, you try to argue the point that for a man, a straight male, um, having another male jerk off on his face was worse than getting your skin zipper opened up. Well, because I've had my skin zipper opened up, and that shit healed. Like, it's fine now, but I don't, like, I don't remember that because it went away. I don't right. remember that pain. But the look in someone's eyes when they're about to ejaculate on you is the scariest thing, in my opinion, that I've ever gone through. So you've gone, you've gone through both, and in your personal opinion, skin zipper being opened up is um, not as bad? Nope. So, your argument is semen going on to the face is not as bad it's as... It's not just, it's not just the semen, um, it's um, yeah. the emotion behind it. Well, that, yes, uh, I meant that the, 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 uh, the semen is worse than the, the skin zipper is what I meant to say. I said it backwards there. And uh, my argument is still um, skin zipper getting opened up worse. Uh, Greg, your opinion, has it changed any? No. Uh, James, would you rather have your skin zipper opened up or a man to jack off on your face? Are you kidding me? Rip my skin zipper open. Exactly! Right now. Thank you! Well, I'm a man. I don't want another man to jack off onto my face. But... Yeah, but the but the man's going to be the one opening your skin zipper. Oh, no. Yeah, it, it's 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 a man forcibly fucking you that rips open your skin zipper. Oh. So, in, in your opinion, which is worse? Having a man forcibly rip open your skin zipper or a man forcibly jerking off Forcibly ejaculate, ejaculate on your face. Which one's worse? Uh... <laughs> Now he doesn't know. <laughs> can I just? He's like, can I pick neither? <laughs> yeah. No, okay. If, if it had to be one or the other. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm getting rammed. Okay. Yep. Or I'm getting cum on my face. You're getting rammed to the point where he rips from your your butthole to your balls, pretty much. Or. Or you don't have to go through that, and all he does is jerk off on your face. Which would you rather go through? Well, since I'm a man, I would rather have it on my face. Because I don't want nobody fucking my ass. <laughs> well, it's not happening. I guess you guys just like have to have it happen to you to realize which one is actually worse. It's not going to happen to you. Right, but I mean, is, is, it, is it really that bad? Oh, you know, it may also be because I was highly medicated. But, you know, I still had, once the drugs were gone, I still had the reminiscence mm-hmm. of what had happened and like something came out of there way bigger than a dick so <laughs> <laughs> i think i still think like okay you guys said you would rather get cum on your face or whatever the guy that would be forcibly raping you just picture what his face could look like right now just that adds into the element of it being scary for your asshole to your balls being ripped open. Not just because it's your asshole and your balls being ripped open, but because it's probably some big, hairy, sweaty guy who just wants to make you his bitch. Imagine that same face staring at you in the eyes, making your face his bitch. Not your asshole, your face. Your face is his cum blanket. Just some big, fat, hairy, sweaty guy who's like has horrible body odor and just like... <laughs> Is just Jesus. just taking you to Brown Town. <laughs> to Brown Town. Uh, I I would still rather the uh, the facial over getting my butthole ripped. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But you don't even have to look at the guy when you're getting your butthole ripped open. It's like, more pain and it's more scarring. I'm yeah, sorry. It, it is. It is absolutely more more scarring, uh, both uh, emotionally and physically. Yeah. My scar is fine. The one <laughs> that I would have on my brain is not would not be like. Now, if we're saying a girl is fucking me with a butt plug, or I'm getting come on plug. by a guy, then I'd rather take the butt plug. But it, it's just I don't want a guy fucking me. Right. This is all. So, in order for you guys to be in my situation, I'm going to have to implant children in you and then rip them out of your taint. Well, I guess, more or less. Like, just straight up. Just rip it straight up. You uh, experiencing both. Your your opinion is that uh, that it's uh, getting your skin zipper open is not that bad. It's, it's a... not. It's not. And they make... <laughs> so you they don't... make and they make dissolving stitches now too. You don't even have to like pull them out yourself. Like you can just like. But you, see, you don't have a you don't have a ball. You don't have balls. Okay, <laughs> so you don't know what it's like to be like kicked in the nads or to like accidentally sit down wrong and crush your nuts or uh. like any sort of like awful thing happen to your man bits. I mean, so I mean, I could only imagine the agonizing pain that would happen if like something absolutely traumatic like having them torn open like that would be like it would just be probably so bad i would probably kill myself but to be fair greg you don't know what it's like at least as far as i know you don't know what it's like to have a guy come on your face like she does (laughs) Mm. now what if you were highly medicated when the guy came on your face would it be different (laughs) (laughs) i may not have testicles and i may not have you know almost snagged my dick in my zipper or something like that but (laughs) Uh, i guess you have a period exactly exactly that is true so our ovaries are being internally squeezed like you guys can prevent you guys can prevent getting kicked in the balls. You guys can, like, recover in, like, 30 seconds to two minutes from sitting on your balls. We have uh, periods We have periods where it goes four to five days of our ovaries just being internally squeezed for no goddamn reason other than the fact that it means we're not pregnant. Let's just compromise and say that being, that being human and being alive fucking sucks. So uh, uh, it is better than the alternative. Let me turn it and just put it just to uh, Mahoney like this. On episode 48, when you were last on, um, and we talked about the amounts of money and things you would do, you basically said for, I don't remember, it was, it was a X amount, a million of dollars, you'd, you'd uh, take a dick in the ass, correct? That is, no, that is not what I said. Oh, well. I said for a million dollars, I'd get my butthole pierced. I thought that's what you were getting at. Is, oh, Lord. Is, no, you just, you, and then you got mad because I said I don't, I don't do butt stuff, and then you tried to downgrade <laughs> me. You tried to downgrade me from milf status. Yes, I remember, and of course <laughs> I took it back because I was joking. So the way I took it, and I think the way everybody else took it, even the listeners, is that you were saying you would do butt stuff for. No, I would not do butt stuff for a million dollars. I would do whoa, whoa, a butt whoa. stuff maybe for. A I don't million know. Million dollars. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Billion dollars. Okay, so in, in in your in your situation then, okay, if it was just you and either a dude's either gonna how'd you put it, uh, use your face as his cum blanket, or forcibly fuck you in the ass until it is reopened, your wound reopened. Like like Which, V to A. Oh well, it would be A to V because the D would be in the A, so it'd be like <laughs> <clears throat> so it would be like reverse, That's not. True. 
Yeah, but basically the the female ta- the female tain area between the V and the A would be uh, ripped open via being fucked in your ass. Which would you rather? Which would you? Which is which is worse? Or which would you rather have? I mean, I don't know because they reinforce that shit pretty well. So I think it would take a lot of force. Well, I mean, so, it's one or the other. It's gonna happen. It's, mm, butt stuff, man. So butt stuff would be worse. No, I would take the butt stuff over the facial. Really? Yeah, because. What? Because, okay, I wouldn't have to look at him, and then hopefully in, like, 30 to 45 minutes, the butt stuff would be over. But for the rest of my life, I'm going to have this angry Im- this image of this angry man jerking off in my face. Like, and he's enjoying it, and I'm not. And so, like, I'm just always going to be like, whenever I try to be happy, I'm just going to remember that that guy was once happy, and then I'm going to be sad forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying billion dollars... To take a D in the A, and then you say you would rather take a D in the A than than uh, take a take a facial. Yeah. That's, that shows how much you hate facials, which. But no, for- no, 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 no. See, see, now I am in the context of taking a facial from an angry man. <laughs> say I was with someone, and they were like, "Hey," I'd be like, "Don't get it in my eye. Don't get it in my hair. That's all I ask, and not my ear. Like that's just like a weird spot for it to end up. It's like in your ear, because." It's really yeah. hard to get a wet willy to be unwet. Like. <laughs> okay, okay, so you're against them in the context of it's going to be an angry person doing it, not yes. someone that you're involved. Yes, like how it would be, because it would be forceful to you guys, so it would have to right. be forceful to me right. for it be, right. to have the same effect. Correct, I'm, I agree with that. Okay, so um, spe- if, we, if we've retained anyone at this point because of how this, <laughs> just, how this episode started out, we've been doing a whole lot of talking about dicks. Which, uh, <laughs> by nature, is what this show is apparently about anymore. So, speaking of dick, not only is this a genre of uh, pornography, but this is also something very, very common that, uh, that females do, and that is little dick shaming. Now, the overall, well, I got multiple questions to this, one of them being, who the hell watches, like, little uh, like little dick shaming porn and jerks off to that? Because that's, of, of all subgenres of porn, that is one of, like, the most fucked up, like, how do you jerk off? And the, the only other one I can think of that's just about as bad is, like, gilfs, like, uh, like, uh, uh, granny porn. Because, yeah, because who wants to watch that? Because, like, I mean, anytime you would watch that, wouldn't you just think of your own grandmother sucking a dick? Like, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to think about, you don't want to think think of worse, I can think of worse stuff than that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I obviously, I can think of worse stuff than that too, but like, these are a little bit more common of things. Like, uh, you want to, you want to go worse, you know, um, bestiality is obviously worse through the fuck, but like I'm saying, these are common things. So, and my second question about little dick shaming is, what is it with, with females when uh, a relationship ends or whatever, one of the things that they tend to go um, after when attacking the guy is saying, oh, well, he had a little dick. Well, you were with him for three fucking years and you never this, said anything. This sounds, this sounds like it's getting personal. <laughs> and, oh, oh, no, I, I openly admit, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, I got a small dick. I do. I mean, w- there's no, there's no shame in me uh, when I'm telling you myself it's fucking <laughs> small. But anyways, no females, you'd be in a relationship forever, and then you come out and you're like, he had a small dick. What, what, what's the fucking, what's the point of that? What's up with that? So, are you trying to tap me for insider information? Well, kind, kind of, but that's not all, all exactly what I'm trying to do. So, yeah, I mean, the, that particular part of the topic, yeah, I'm tapping you for inside information, and uh, that sounds so fucked up. But uh, to, to be honest. <laughs> To be honest, I've never dated someone with a small penis, so I... If we never dated, then you couldn't say that. 
Um, moving on. It, it It's kind of fucked up, you know, talking about someone's dick or whatever, because you could just in return be like, oh, her vagina was loose and blah, 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 like, on two cave, stuff like that, whatever. Right. But, like, it's, you know how when you're with someone and then, you know, you get, you get all, you ignore all their flaws, mm-hmm. and then when you break up, you ultimately, like, hate them in some retrospect, and then you realize, damn, all of this shit was fucked up, and I didn't give a fuck when I was with them. But now I realize that it was pretty fucked up. I could have done better, or you know, I can't believe that satisfied me, or I can't believe I faked an orgasm that many times. <laughs> this sounds like it's getting a little personal. <laughs> I will admit, I did, I did have an on and off six year relationship where where I had to do that quite often. Actually, you know what? You know, I'm gonna get a little deep in some peeves right now. I have never. Had one during sex. Hmm. Oh. Never. And I am 24 years old. I have had quite a few. Um, it's easy for you. Normally, you only, right. you only got one place to play with. Yeah, normally within a very short amount of time as well. So <laughs> Just come up short everywhere, Mike. Ha <laughs> ha! You were ta- talking about orgasms during sex. <laughs> oh, and the fact that I've never had one? Right, correct. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Uh... <laughs> oh, but there's nothing I can do for you. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Not to cut you off, we were I think I can't remember when it was, but we were talking about eating puss um not too long ago and um I'm bad at that too. No idea what I'm doing. That thing wow. like it, that thing is by that thing I mean vaginas or I feel like I could understand quantum mechanics uh a lot faster <laughs> than what I could understand how to pleasure a woman properly. Not all that hard. It gets re- like you act you really 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 like here's some advice. <laughs> just ask her how she wants it. Like exactly. seriously, you just have to be like, "Okay." And if you can tell by her face if you're doing it too fast or too hard or you know, like you're Long spot. Yeah, or you're like rubbing it like sandpaper on fucking. Yeah, I, I try to I, I I joke a lot, um, and uh, it's all true. Uh, what I'm, I was going to try to make up a lie there. I suck at everything that I do sexually. Um, so there's that. Small dick, don't last very long. Suck at everything Spe- uh, sexually. I tell women that to begin with, so that when they find out it's true, they can't be disappointed because I can be like, I fucking told you so. <laughs> Uh, At least you're honest. So yeah. back to uh, little dick shaming, because uh, as as uh, one that packs uh, such, I don't get it. I don't understand. I just uh, found a piece on the internet. It says 10 subtle ways to tell him that his penis is too small. Oh my god, the number one is break up with the douchebag. Break up with him because he has a small dick. That's the answer. Well, well uh, of course, why not? Why do you, why do you think I'm single? This is no. douchebag too, so you're automatically a douchebag if you have time to cock. Well, we already, <laughs> we already knew that. So, Greg, tell me, how do you how do you feel about um, little dick shaming? I think it's stupid. I mean, because here's the thing. I mean, there are some guys like myself who are growers, not showers. So, I mean, you don't really like know how big the dude's like schlong is until you know after he gets excited. Like, I've always joked that. My dick's like the Incredible Hulk. It's real. It starts out really tiny, but then you get it angry and it gets huge. <laughs> I am definitely a shower. Um, <laughs> very, uh, very, but not in the way that you want it to be. I- I- exactly. 
Um, <laughs> if I went outside right now, but as naked, it's like, uh, let me see, how much is it? Well, it's actually a little bit below freezing right now, and it's okay, gonna, it's gonna be the equipment. Went out during the summer. If I wanted to be a cross dresser, it would be very easy for me to talk. Is is, <laughs> is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I've got to see it to believe it. Why do you want? I'm not saying I want to see your dick, but I just want to. I just want to. I, I, I don't know. I just don't okay. believe that your oh. dick is that small. Okay. Okay. Well, then here, we'll, uh, we'll open it up like I've done before. Any of the females that I have performed coitus with is more than welcome to come on to the show and testify about it. They are more than more than welcome to. To throw it back from the beginning, Mahoney, you were asking a question when I was telling you about the semen wheel that... Um, was it an ex of mine that you knew? Um, my exes, I think you only know two, though one you're actually friends with? Yes. Okay, so this uh, close friend, the one is that the one you were um, asking if it was about? Yeah. No, it wasn't the particular close friend um, that you were talking about. Uh, she was never able to bring me to completion <laughs> um, the few times that uh, she attempted to do so. That's not... Cool. This this make this makes me look like a piece of shit, but I I, I I think this is funny, so I gotta say this. So this particular friend that she's talking about, and I dated obviously, hence the fact that she's my ex. And uh, after we broke up, uh, Mahoney and I were talking, and uh, it looked like it was going in that direction. And uh, I told Mahoney basically, trust me, you don't want to date me. Just ask. Your friend, I'm a terrible boyfriend. I said this in hopes that her friend, my ex, would uh, cooperate. I can't say that word. What I said to um, steer Mahoney away from me. Because I wasn't ready for another relationship anytime soon at that point in time. So that was my master plan. Well, this ex-girlfriend of mine, her friend, uh, doesn't agree with what I, <laughs> what I thought she would. And she was like, no, he's actually not at all a bad boyfriend. It's really sweet and stuff. <laughs> And I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you ruined everything. Does anybody else have anything else to say about um, Little Dick Shaming? I believe. No, I think I got everything I wanted to say out of the way. I don't understand it either. So, I mean, I, I understand it. I just don't get why people do it. Me either. I'm not, I'm, Some I'm people a... are assholes. And I don't know how somebody can get off to that as well. <laughs> yeah, the, the, Some people are fucked in the head. That's the yeah. part that confuses me the most. Is I, I don't get the fact that it's tied in with porn. Like, how does... Someone. I, the only way I could see it tying in with porn is like beating off guys with ego complexes that are like, yeah, my dick's way bigger than his. Like that's the only way. But then that's like borderline homosexual too, because you're like watching dicks to make sure yours is bigger. I agree 100%. Speaking of little dicks and dicks in general, uh, Greg tells one of the funniest stories in my opinion that uh, has ever been told on the show. He, he told a story about when uh, he had a friend over at his house and he had a wet dream while this friend was there. Greg, do you remember the story? Yes. Well, I'm sure you remember the story. It was fucking devastating to happen to you. When Greg tells this story, he tells about the instance in which he realizes that he needs to change because of the embarrassment to will ensue if he does not. So while he's walking across the room, he realizes he has to step over, said friend. And he sees just this little dribble of his wet dream falling from his pants and landing splash on his friend on his friend's lip. Oh my god. And how no, that never happened. I'm just fucking with you. That never Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was about to cry. Wait, okay, see I need someone to fill me in. I need to know exactly 
what a wet dream is because I don't think I've ever had one and I've never like cared about it enough to like research. Okay. It's when you have a dream that's really sexy and when you wake up your pants are wet. Well, <laughs> to um to be a little bit more specific, um with 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 males they um ejaculate in their sleep. Yeah. So basically, you have a dream most of the time. You may not remember the dream or whatever, and then when you wake up, you are glued to your sheets or uh, <laughs> your um, your underwear or whatever you're wearing. You're you're glued to it at that point, and uh, it's not something that uh, something that you can control. It just kind of happens. That, so I've always wondered, and I've never actually like Googled it, if uh, females have uh, wet dreams as well. I can't really recall one. Like, I know I've had, like, sexy dreams, but, like, I always get interrupted by some force of nature, like my children or an alarm clock or a parent. I don't know. (laughs) I've heard they can. I mean, I don't remember where I heard it, but I could have sworn I remember hearing that um, it's not just something that affects men. It can affect women, too. The female perspective of it versus the male perspective of it. At least you wouldn't have your puss glued to your to yourself. Um, it would be wouldn't it like be like glued closed. <laughs> uh, I figure it would. Uh, that's funny. It would be more of a like uh, when you start your period in your sleep type of thing, to where you wake up and you're like, ah. Um, but no, I have to throw these sheets away. <laughs> but it, it would it wouldn't be that uh, that dramatic. But it would be more of a ah, did I start my oh, I didn't start my period in my sleep. I just had a a wet dream. I'm about to fuck up my uh, Google search history here in a second. Uh, <laughs> female wet dreams. Oh, nocturnal emission uh, is that's also, the that's, scientific term. Yeah. Studies have found that more boys and men have spontaneous nocturnal sexual experiences than girls and women, but female wet dreams may be more difficult to identify with certainty than a male wet dream because ejaculate is usually associated with male orgasm, while vaginal lubrication may not indicate orgasm. Exactly. That's why it's so easy to fake it. Basically, you would be orgasming in your sleep, but there's no um, identifying factor um, for a female, like there is a male, like I said, you're not going to wake up with your lips glued shut or anything of that nature. It's with males, of course, like I said, you know, you're glued to a bed sheet. I feel like the trade-off is that uh, we don't have periods, so we don't wake up ruining a pair uh, like uh, sheets or whatever. Uh, which That's fem- the trade-off? You get to have an <laughs> orgasm and we get to have a week worth of pain? Totally a trade-off in a man's world. No, I, I'm no, no, no. That's yeah, not. No, no. That's not what I was trying to say. What I was saying is, um, uh, waking up, finding out that you started your period, versus waking up, finding out that you're glued to your sheets. Both kind of not as equally. Uh, no. No. No, I, I'd have to agree with. Uh... God damn it! I'm not even finishing my uh, point. Well, yeah, you know what? I'll let you finish then. <laughs> See, like. I'm saying that it's not as bad for for guys, but if you could equate it to anything, like when you you wake up after you've had a wet dream, you're like, fuck, because then you got to deal with your bed sheets or whatever. You know, yes, they only need washed or whatever. They don't need to have some shout sprayed on them or whatever or, you know, thrown out or what have you. But it's still one of them like, fuck, you got to deal with the bed Mm -hmm. sheet situation with the female. You start you start your period in your sleep. You got to deal with the bedsheets situation. Obviously, it's worse, 
but um, that's where I would equ uh, equate it, which is basically saying nothing because they're not really equal at all. No. So a more equal thing would be, you know, like that time you got shit faced and drank too much and didn't go pee before you went to sleep, and then you pissed your bed? yourself in your bed. <laughs> oh well, you know, I've never done that. So uh, no, <laughs> me neither have I. I try not to get like wasted when I drink alcohol. Like as soon as I begin feeling like. We've been through this. Tipsy in that. <laughs> that's when I stop because I've heard far too many stories about what ha uh, from like family members about what happens when you get like shit faced and drunk, and I don't want to have any part of that because that does not sound fun. <laughs> so, James, do you have any good um, uh, what dreams uh, stories? <laughs> not really. So you don't have one like I don't remember actually having wet dreams really, except uh, for when I was you know going through pu puberty. <laughs> <laughs> Wake no. up glued to your underwear like what happened? We're trying to get to the bottom of uh, female wet dreams, but that didn't pan out. So Mahoney, I'd like to thank you for coming on again for a second time. Thank you for having me. The listeners will be excited. I was excited. It was a great time. And everyone at this point will probably just no longer ever listen to the show again. Or we might get some creep-ass motherfuckers that are like, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, link, my, don't link anything of mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew. And I have been here with my co-hosts. Greg and James. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Speaker, YouTube, Android, all of that stuff, and donate to us on PayPal because this is not cheap to do and I am goddamn broke. So there's that. And uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and uh, later, fellas. <laughs>